0: what's going on everybody for your sake as a listener and a fan of anything that has spoilers in it this is your spoiler warning get out of here if you don't want black widow spoiled for you that's the last time you're gonna get that warning and i hope you enjoy the show hey everybody what's going on it's your boy fatal You can now catch this podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, and Stitcher. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Scarlet, you did it! You made a 6 out of 10 movie, but we're not here to make fun of your movie today. I actually have with me Slayer of the World, Slayer.
1: What is up, everybody? I'm Slayer.
0: And we're here to talk about the movie Black Widow that came out a week ago. And you're listening to The Fatal Foils. Slayer, Slayer, Slayer of the World. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. are you? Did you enjoy Black Widow? Is that why you're doing great?
1: Um, Black Widow was, uh pretty it was a okay movie it was a pretty okay movie
0: okay is definitely the greater end yeah (laughs) it wasn't fantastic but it wasn't terrible i mean Mm -hmm. it started out in 1995 ohio that's not something i normally like it's not my era to go back to i have been to ohio beautiful place
1: can't say i've been
0: And in 1995, Ohio, we saw Natasha riding her bike with blue hair. Why did they think that the Black Widow would actually require blue hair? Was that something that you can actually get behind? Because I actually was thinking that that was her sister Yelena the whole time, which is actually not her sister.
1: I feel like it was more of like a rebellious thing because she had that like fighter spirit in her, you know?
0: Yelena Belova isn't even Natasha Romanoff's sister from off the get-go that we understand. Yelena was the Black Widow, though. And similar to 1995, back in 1999, Yelena Belova first appeared in Inhumans Number 5, created by Devin Grayson in J.G. Jones. She was fully introduced in the Marvel Knights series to become the Black Widow taking on the mantle herself, and as we knew going into this movie, Black Widow was gonna die. She wasn't coming out of this movie alive, but it was ScarJo's exit. We knew that much. So, I mean, we thought that Loki was going to be Tommy Hiddleston's exit, and it turns out there's a season two. Turns out he's coming back probably for every movie to assist Doctor Strange and some sort of counterpart that he did like Thor. But Yelena has nobody to play off of. She doesn't have the Marvel Knights yet. Blade is coming. Daredevil might be showing up. A- Actually, Charlie Cox is confirmed for Spider-Man No Way Home. So, does that bring that the Netflix defenders in the forefront, and why is nobody else talking about this immediately? Are you a fan of uh, Daredevil, Slayer?
1: Um, I've seen the first season. I enjoyed it. It was very like, put together well and very like entertaining. I just never went back to season two because it just wasn't up when I was watching it on Netflix. And I just haven't had the urge to go back.
0: Well, what's crazy is dabbling into a little bit of Daredevil. There might be a tease for the Thunderbolts because we get Thaddeus Ross, uh, General Ross from the original Incredible Hulk, who we know... In the comics becomes the red hulk but he's hunt- he's leading but he's gonna have to play second fiddle to a different leader madam hydra and we saw madam hydra show up at the end uh elaine from seinfeld did you enjoy madam hydra's appearance
1: yeah i i will say it's gonna be very interesting seeing where the sh- movies go based off her appearance in this so seeing the connection between her and the shows i'm excited
0: yeah, Julius uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus showed up at the end of Black Widow to recruit the White Widow. Uh, Yelena in the comics is actually the White Widow for a, a little bit of a time, and it seems like because the Black Widow is dead, I think, personally, she might take on that uh, title. I think one of her titles was originally The Pale Little Spider, uh, a Black Widow series in the late 90s, early 2000s, maybe, where they dove in a little bit into her... Her more destitute upbringing, her her shadow works of becoming the woman that she is today, and it seems like she kind of has that darker appearance at the end of Black Widow. We saw U.S. Agent also get recruited by Julia louise Talking more a little bit about the correlation between all the Disney Plus shows, U.S. Agent, the new Black Widow, Thaddeus Ross. I mean, I smell a Thunderbolts movie adaptation. But before we get that. I think you're going to get some sort of some sort of involvement of all these mercenary type characters cuz we're getting a lot of soldiers introduced. And Taskmaster, to spoil a little bit ahead, Taskmaster is not the comic book Taskmaster. It's a a gender bent reimagining that uh ties us ties that character to the the old Black Widow. So going forward, how are we going to let the new Black Widow pay for the crimes of the old Black Widow through Taskmaster, but Taskmaster trains U.S. Agent, and then U.S. Agent even involving himself with Yelena. So all three of these characters already have a history together. Falcon has a history as one of uh, a lot earlier, one of the earlier Avengers, changing his mantle entirely, and Bucky Barnes was captain america he had to change that mantle because now there's a new captain america but as we know bucky barnes was one of the original captain americas alexi in the middle of this movie going back to black widow alexi in the middle of this movie talks about fighting captain america in the 1980s and fans on the internet are talking about how captain america was frozen in ice during this period so if we're getting a lot of multiverses appearing and alexi in the comics if anybody wants to google my man at all he is a visceral version of the red guardian he is a very brutal version and it explains his more criminal background at the in the middle chunk of this movie in the second act he's tatted up he's breaking arms he's fighting uh people in reference to the x-men the russian x-man mutant ursa in prison saying that he fought a a a bear (laughs) but red guardian saying that he fought captain america in the 1980s can actually be in reference to a multiversal version of bucky barnes who if we still want to play with sebastian stan we can show alexi's origin fighting a multiverse captain america maybe showing that red guardian himself because of the time he served under immortus who just got revealed in loki uh it wasn't really immortus but it was he who remains mixed with a reference of uh immortus but nonetheless all variants of kang and as we're going to go into these different timelines and different multiverses it would be so fun to play with the idea of the captain america that we thought was going to be at the end of endgame and to our surprise now is Sam Wilson, not surprised to comic book readers because he was Captain America probably for the last decade uh, to a lot of current readers, but the Captain America people could be going back into the MCU remembering could be the secret Avenger, Bucky Barnes. Slayer, what did you think of the Second half, the second act of this movie, when Yelena and Black Widow finally came into blows.
1: Into blows.
0: When they they started fighting, as is their comic book origin, Yelena being an adversary of Natasha Romanoff.
1: It felt to me almost like a taskmaster thing, where they were like almost synced on how they were fighting in the same style, same like back to back style, you know, where one would do, like you can see at the very beginning, at the very beginning of the fight, how they have their guns pointed at each other and they both do the same move to grab it disarm and repoint at each other you know that they were both using the b- black widow technique obviously their fighting styles were very similar because they were trained the same way they might not have been trained by bio, like biologically chemically the same way but like their fighting styles i'm sure were trained kind of the same way with the precision with the techniques with the what to do when to do what to do
0: i thought it was adorable how both actresses uh Scarjo and Florence Pugh their characters instantly recognized each other so it became less about murder or one-up it it became more about one-upping each other in a Mm. sibling rivalry you know and it was kind of adorable to watch to the very end yeah so when black widow came out it just happened to fall on the date of my birthday and i'm not gonna lie i was pre-gaming a little bit up to the movie and the movie theater that i went to also served wine so your boy did it up in style watching black widow on an entirely <laughs> different level of a journey it was crazy the explosions in the beginning when taskmaster mimics spider-man throwing his grappling hook at the top of the bridge that natasha uh, is driving through i instantly felt this this intimidation from a character that we had never seen before did you think that taskmaster held up for you knowing uh <laughs> knowing the reveal
1: it felt like the Taskmaster reveal was a lot different than I expected cuz you as a person that loves fighting and action it's w- weird to see that the person that they've been fighting this hardcore bad a fighter was this disabled girl, you know? And not to say that you can't be disabled and be bad a, but I'm just saying The reveal of this hardened soldier it just wasn't the same
0: no i was expecting tony masters from the uh from the comics the guy who can take on literally anybody of the avengers with masterful precision except for two characters that i know of and i'm gonna argue he probably can't mimic people like arcade but taskmaster has difficulties mimicking both deadpool and moon knight And as we know, Moon Knight is coming into the fold to join the likes of the other Marvel Knights. It seems like we're getting maybe three or four renditions of different teams immediately after the introduction of uh, Marvel's Phase 1 through 3 superhero team-ups. As the Avengers back in the 1960s, leaving that era, we got Fantastic Four as Marvel's first family. We got later much later in a much more uh, neo-metal period of comics the thunderbolts the dark avengers the young avengers coming a lot more into the modernization the uh, rebooting after a great comic depression i would say and trying to resell to the youth of today we had people like miss marvel coming out of those reboots batgirl started shining a lot more colorful characters in the best of sort of ways And it seems like we're getting a lot more of that today, but more of an internal conflict about people who don't know the Grander Cosmos and that can either scare them or surprise them in incredible ways. So with Yelena, Yelena eventually worked for Norman Osborn. Norman Osborn formed the Thunderbolts. As we know, Willem Dafoe is coming in Spider-Man. I'm not gonna lie, Slayer. I smell thunderbolts i mean not maybe not immediately maybe much more of a grounded team up with the dark avengers first with us agent elena uh and maybe some people we can coax into going into that maybe uh she hulk coming soon which is pri i am not gonna say confirmingly but definitely might be teased in hawkeye i would absolutely adore that because hawkeye is the next disney plus series and now that loki's over i'm lonely
1: mm-hmm. oh i'm i'm not i'd need something to watch i need something to binge what else am i supposed to watch loki's over there's nothing planned for a while
0: there's he-man
1: he yeah thanks he-man is badass he-man will be i i didn't grow up with like the cartoon he-man you know the one i'm talking about
0: yeah of course the 1980s Uh, he-man yeah
1: i didn't grow up with that i haven't seen like anything on it so it's not like it's a personal attachment to me i'm sure it'll be great i'm sure it'll be fine it'll be a masterpiece but it's not something i had interest in right away two
0: words slayer mark hamill
1: mark hamill
0: yeah let's go back to the thunderbolts derailing we do that a lot on this show yelena was actually a super adaptoid and we saw a little bit of glimpses at teases four super adaptoids and technology that's starting to be reverse engineered from people like the eternals and i wouldn't be surprised if madam hydra being the nick fury being the new nick fury ushering in like i said this confused brand new generation of superheroes taking on mantles of characters that seemed larger than life that have been to space and back and it was never a surprise i would not be surprised if we saw super adaptoids that could mimic Taskmaster, or they come out of that in a more realistic MCU writing. Maybe they can form these robots based off what Taskmaster did. Do talking about more what Taskmaster did. My man thought he was the Black Panther. <laughs> Sorry, my lady, Taskmaster. My lady thought she was. She thought she was Sherry. She thought she was the Dora Milaje.
1: Okay, so after the Natasha and Yelena like fight scene, I there was so many things I felt like that could have been like explained you know so they break in to the house that they're in how did they know they were there how did they track it good questions for me okay i liked
0: seeing hawkeye's arrows brushed off in budapest mm-hmm. like we're in the city that avengers 1 couldn't stop talking about that hawkeye and black widow's entire relationship is, is haunted by in that town te- And then the one mention, hey, what's up with those bullet holes? And they're like, no, they're not bullet holes, they're arrows. Oh, word, cool. And it's never... (laughs) They just never... I don't get a flashback. I don't get a reason that Taskmaster is using a bow and arrow. I don't get any of the things that the trailer made me think I was going to see a
1: fourth Mm -hmm. of the
0: duration of this movie with a different character.
1: Oh, yeah, no... But we'll say it show it didn't show it but it definitely portrayed a lot more of the bart and natasha connection because it definitely did movies, through the rest of movies i didn't like see much of it it was just they were partners as avengers but her telling the stories that we i can get into as we explain more throughout the movie uh you see more of her retelling stories of her and bart but um yeah so my questions on how they got found them okay there's so much, there's just so much to the movie for me. How did, I,
0: I was most caught off guard by a black widow shooting herself in the face.
1: It felt like uh, he had like, it's almost like a receptor to know what part of the body was injured and that he could track, like he is in their controller. What's his name? Oh, Drakov. Drakov. Yep, Drakov. Well, like, cause you could see in the movie... When she's like she's fallen and she's like I don't want to do this it kind of flashes forward to where he is controlling it sees like uh, her body stats or whatever and clicks a button that says terminate and then come flashbacks to her she's lifting it up and like it pops you know so it, she didn't want to do it she was controlled she was being the mind controlled. that was basically the plot of the movie
0: i'm glad that it wasn't as dark as disney just showing okay. us a blatant suicide but it or, was still yeah. metal as fuck in spirituality like in still essence of watching that act it was still pretty brutal
1: mm-hmm. i will say they've had some pretty brutal points in the mcu but like that nothing's gonna beat that yeah uh, falcon and the winter soldier execution scene for brutality wow Really?
0: With the, yeah, the no, Captain with America the shield?
1: shield? Yeah, no, that was gruesome. <laughs> that was, like, that was brutal.
0: Oh, my goodness. You know, honestly, yeah. And that's why, and I'm going to say it right here, right here and now, I think Black Widow is a backstep in, in progress. I think oh. everywhere we've gotten to in the MCU... Granted, this movie was supposed to come out in, what, 2019, 2020? Like, so early.
1: Yeah, yeah, but early 2020, right? hmm it was supposed to be May 2020. A full year plus a month later, two months from Endgame, because
0: Endgame was in April of
1: 2019.
0: Mm-hmm. And dude, once we once we got to this point, I gra- granted, I knew that it was a prequel going into this, right? But mm-hmm. I wanted to see more of like the. Things that have existed all along. When you see Thunderbolt Ross in a trailer, I want to see a moment where he's in the Red Room or something becoming Red Hulk. I want to see Omega Red come out of something and show us the next five years of this secret war that Hydra's always talking about in the shadows. But Black Widow, even okay, even in the order at which they were releasing these Disney Plus shows, you have to think that there's an intentional point to all of how, in what order they're released in.
1: Yeah. Because obviously I can't I can't say it without bringing going all the way to the end credit scene, you know,
0: go ahead. I've already (laughs) I've already dibble dabbled everywhere.
1: Okay, because we weren't supposed to see Valentina and like before Falcon and the Winter Soldier because we see her in that like uh, episode two episodes, maybe three She has an appearance in that. And you can see she kind of has this like power to her. Whereas in the movie, end credit scene, all you see is so uh, like, like she has a contact with her. And she's like, okay, here's your target. This is like who killed your sister Natasha. And it shows the picture of Bart. That's all we would have seen with her is they met up at the graveyard scene. Here's who killed your sister, pretty much.
0: And actually, it's funny you mention that because I think that if we saw her and Black Widow first, sure. if this movie did come out before Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that would have made a Disney Plus show on the same level as a movie inherently by the end of that. Because you have not only Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan, but now you have the credit teaser character at, at, at the ending of another Disney Marvel property. There's mm-hmm. no way that we're not supposed to assume... That US Agent isn't going to be on the big screen when you show Valentina first. But you can also say the same thing in reverse order. Valentina showing up at the end of that means that the Disney Plus shows are usherable onto the big screen.
1: Absolutely. Um, with that, I've heard that the TV shows aren't supposed to affect that real MCU universe. But I don't know if I believe that after seeing like this Valentina scene, personally. Now, ready. They- I
0: like that you said that because Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, and Iron Fist were not MCU, but they would mention Avengers 1 all the time. They would say, we got vid- footage of the green guy. We got the guy with the shield. We got Iron Man. Mister- we got Stark Industries.
1: Even Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they would bring up like, the attack on New York City in Avengers. They would bring up how... Like after Age of Ultron, how the city fell, but they never showed anything from it. Nothing from Shield, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. went into the movies except for like Agent Coulson. It's
0: very true. Mm. But now looking at how WandaVision is an immediate tie in to Doctor Strange, we don't necessarily have to have the shows exist within the movies themselves because if I go back and watch WandaVision I think that's a complete story no matter how wonky I think it is once they get to the point where Vision and Wanda are dancing that is the point of that show granted the person who would have gotten them there is not the person I personally prefer Mephisto but (laughs) but nonetheless the people we were supposed to keep in our front hand was Wanda and Vision watching Black Widow we have to think the same thing and Black Widow did just that up until, and Slayer, feel with me on this, man. I felt really dirty yeah. watching the end of this movie. Okay. I didn't like it. I hated oh, okay. the end of Black Widow.
1: Okay. I feel like the ending, so the beginning, let me start from the beginning of, it just felt like it kind of dragged on at the beginning. Like it had these stats and you kind of got through it but, and it had epic moments, K. But, and it, but it had like almost a drag on to it. And then it was a very kind of compact, high, fast, like speed action. It was like, hey, this is the action. This is the uh, one, one ro- two rooms, pretty much action, action. And that was it. You could see action other places, things happening other places, but it didn't feel action enough. It didn't feel like an action movie. It didn't feel like a spy movie in like the total oh, sense.
0: You just took away the two titles that they have tried to thrive this movie on action and or spy movie if anybody tells me it's a drama i will call you a liar
1: (laughs) so the fight scene with widow and drakov can you
0: call it a fight scene or can you call it a one-sided beating
1: it it's a beating until i have my information out of you and then that's that yeah but
0: come on man that's an avenger she was snapping the necks of aliens and granted you can say that it's powerful to take all of the damage that she took and and on Mm -hmm. top of baggage that she's been holding the entire time i still think that that is an injustice on the send-off to an avenger
1: okay yeah no to show Widow in her prime and like her best like scenes i felt like that was not it That was not definitely not like a ending goodbye widow scene.
0: The worst part is they can't even use cameos. They can't even use featurettes because the director of this movie specifically said this is not about the boys. This is not about the big three. This is about the send off of Natasha Romanoff. Mm -hmm. And do you think that they did that successfully? In the end spirit of this, do you think her going into Infinity War wearing the jacket of Yelena? in the black widow suit of uh her her mother melina right that yeah. was her name yes melina wow they couldn't With think the of a blonde hair <laughs> yelena's a comic character i'll give them that slack but melina was the name they chose granted i don't believe anybody isn't a comic character marvel is so good at miss or using the properties and the characters they have aside from fucking ned from spider-man <laughs> i don't find that necessary Character's him. cool. He's funny, but like man, Spider-Man has so many pe- His, Spider-Man literally has a show called Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends and not a single one of those amazing friends have shown up. So, back into the middle of Black Widow.
1: We're we're heading up to the middle of the movie as they are now together. They're in the uh, plot point of where do we get our information of what's supposed to happen now? So, after the escape taskmaster so they're running from the widows taskmaster shows up in that like tank insurgent that could go zero to 16 like a second just plows yeah <laughs> <for the city laughs> incredible speeds okay i excuse me I, <laughs> it went from zero to 16 just plowed through everybody like i don't care how high tech your thing is it is a giant metal box built to design like to protect the inside so it's thick there was a lot of no
0: it should not there was a lot of fast and loose with a lot of different power levels in this movie all the way up into the end Mm -hmm. and honestly i had no grasp of what any character was capable of at any time because red guardian throws a truck the next scene he breaks a wrist and then i don't really see a lot of him i want to see my mans do something brutal take down the entire yeah something or other there, there was an entire ending firefight with yelena that really just didn't do anything for me
1: eventually their car gets hit into a little like subway station and they use a blood trail to trick where they went okay so they made a blood trail into like a little over like a little sewer grate so that the taskmaster jumps in and they get their getaway because they went up and not down okay and there's a little bit more connection with uh natasha and bart there where she's like yeah me and bart spent some time up here for a few days before we could kind of finally leave
0: i guess hawkeye was in fucking quarantine because you could have had him in that you could have had him in that scene
1: Wasn't he? He was probably in like the, like the, uh, he gave himself up, right? Isn't that what was like the storyline of him? He gave is himself
0: he up? up, but flashbacks are things.
1: Yeah, flashbacks are things. Like, but like, this is when they had everyone captured. The only ones on the run still were Natasha and Roger. So they could have brought Roger in, but.
0: They actually could have brought in, you know, I like that you're thinking there. We could have had Nomad in a proper Nomad appearance.
1: Yeah. So they get their getaway. Next scene cuts to them, like, in a stolen car very nice stolen car into in this like little scene where they're in a shop and they're like buying items getting ibuprofen because they just got in their fight
0: and that glorious pose
1: and it's she, yeah she, she's yelena's talking about to natasha why do you do that pose like,
0: <laughs> can i get you yelena one more okay natasha can't do it you can try again why do you do this pose you do
1: why do you do this pose that you do you think everyone is watching you
0: I love Florence Pugh.
1: I'm sorry. I cannot do accents.
0: <laughs> I cannot do accent.
1: Um, but yeah, they for first, um, unless the area they're in, because they're in Budapest, which is another thing they like emphasize that that's Budapest. That's a good clarification. Yeah, it's not Budapest. Unless they can't speak English there, where they're at. They're talking about how they're trained killers in this shop in front of the clerk. I don't you think know, anything
0: isn't public knowledge now for Natasha. She's the most public super spy but of all time. She's also
1: on the run still.
0: Yeah, come on.
1: Being an Avenger, being on the run, climbing the towers, open firefights uh, in the of middle three of the streets should tick off a clue in these people. Even if you don't speak English, you should probably still like know like who an Avenger is around the world, maybe. Nick Fury's
0: in space. I mean, the only person that would have called all this out in the middle of an open firefight would be Nick Fury, and Mm -hmm. he's nowhere to be found. Yeah. So they go back into their family history, and when they're back on uh, Melina's farm, we find out that the pig is named Alexi. we see the original red guardian outfit, and we get a very somber family meeting. Something so awkward that I feel like anybody in their mid-20s going home on Christmas has felt before. And it's just that reprising of buried emotions. And I don't think that this trauma necessarily takes away from the Black Widow. It, granted, it does humanize her. But I couldn't stop feeling this, this buried love between four characters. Like You clearly know that by the end of this, they're all... Yelena's clearly going to take the mantle. Melina, I don't know where she was. I, honestly, I thought she was Taskmaster for a minute. Drakov's daughter was not the first thing that crossed my mind. But Alexei david harbour knows how to carry a scene if anybody's seen stranger things david harbour goes in there with that man baby attitude that full dad joke energy and he was no less that in this movie i think he was 10 out of 10 in a
1: 6 out of 10 movie i will say that scene that we're talking about here where they're at the table they're having that awkward family dinner honestly my favorite scene okay because it does capture that awkwardness of we were family for three years we are coming together 20 years later kind of thing as david harbour
0: put it family family (laughs) family
1: okay so it's gonna be awkward because you were little girls now you're grown adults that are trained killers you've been put through this trauma all this and now you're trying to sit down at a table like an actual family like yes yelena believed it was a real family but to natasha she learned that it wasn't like a real family she thought it but like didn't believe it kind of thing you know so it sh- I feel like it blew- it was like a the best scene in my opinion. It was it captured that like awkwardness.
0: It did capture the black sheep of the Marvel universe as a movie itself considering Black Widow her other family is the Avengers. And mm-hmm. we see how well the chemistry breeds out of that at a strangers learning how to love each other, but Black Widow has loved this family. So that tension was entirely in some sort of polarity to that to, to the Avengers' bond it felt maternal it felt resentful it felt foreboding to a scene that would uh, eventually force us to see a grander love even if they weren't going to tell us that it's a positive love we were going to see a betrayal from Yelena and honestly Yelena's heartbreak at seeing just the small grave black widow she was a spy she was an espionage spy but Tony Stark got a grand old funeral. He's a showboat, but she's an Avenger. Can we do something without her consent? I don't think her will said, give me a small funeral. And if it did, come on. I want a big Black Widow funeral. I want a I love you 4,000.
1: I love you 4,000. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't know what to like. That grave scene, I, my friend was like, isn't it almost like offensive to put like the Black Widow sign on the grave? To me, I felt like it was right because that was her symbol. She used it as her symbol, but then she, my friend's like, on the co- other side, it's the symbol that all the Widows used. It was the symbol of, like, Drakov and his, like, minions, his, like, mercenaries, his assassins, and it was almost a bad sign in those eyes, you know? Like, yes, it's, like, uh, Avenger wit- Black Widow, but on the other side of the spectrum, not good.
0: And Black Widow dying in Avenger is an honorable thing considering Yelena later becomes a high council member of aim and later also joins shield the vigilante group vanguard and even hydra and as we saw at the end of that madam madam hydra herself recruiting yelena now we have a black widow on hydra we have a a captain america on hydra thunderbolt ross probably already works for hydra they have a hulk i the dark avengers
1: we come to Yelena and Natasha going and getting a helicopter from their contact, and it's just like this kind of beat-up kind of helicopter, but it's, it works well enough, you know? It works well enough to go break someone out of a Russian prison in the mountains in the snow, okay? So, kind as they're flying over, it cuts to Alexei doing the arm wrestling scene, bragging about how he's fought Captain America and, like, how their adversaries and and one of the guys comes up and talks about how like that's not true America was, Captain America was still in the ice and this is what you br- said earlier is how there was a fan theory that this is a multiverse alexi i think it's just the, him wanting an adversary and just trying to brag about how he's a super soldier and captain america's a super soldier okay so he's like i no what, you doubt me i was there kind of thing but
0: i think i think alexi no matter what granted he is the first red guardian out of seven and a lot of the other red guardians are either mutants or doctors alexi is just certified out of his freaking gourd alexi could have confirmed that he fought 1980s captain america and lied about it right like he could say oh i fought him when somebody else knows better but i think that alexi is so crazy that he can't lie it's almost like deadpool it's the boy who cried wolf some of these characters are just so crazy that once he starts talking about Immortus, once he starts talking about Kang or something, and he goes, oh, I've seen this guy. We're all going to go, what, huh? Excuse me, Alexi. And are you going to take that as insanity, or are we going to take that line as very important moving forward?
1: I would take that as, like, a misconception on his knowledge because I don't think he was there in a sense of, oh, he could have been there. He, I don't think he's lying. I feel like it's a... I believe I I did that even if it was like he, he it's something it's putting your belief in something happened even if you don't know the truth to it. Okay. Well,
0: what if Alexi ended up joining
1: one of these teams? That would be dope. Okay. I would love to I really like Alexi's humor. He was obviously the humor of the uh show the movie. Yeah, cuz back to the table scene how he's talking to Yelena when Yelena want to be alone about how he put his hands in the water and got frostbite on his hands and started doing the humorous talk about how his dad urinated on his hands
0: (laughs) and maybe we might get at some point the romantic upbringing of one bucky barnes and yelena belova
1: i can see that i like that i would like that
0: we might get it in hawkeye considering hawkeye and natasha were lovers and so were bucky barnes and natasha romanoff all, all of this Russian character affiliation definitely runs deep. And I think we're getting a glimpse at the future of this intermingling the more we see certain characters appear. And Hawkeye is definitely an important uh, benchmark at that ending. But like I said, man, this movie is a regression, I think, in Marvel cinematic publication. In Marvel staples. I don't think I'm going to go, damn... Black Widow really let me know what's going on with Kang, and granted it's not supposed to, because we're supposed to focus on Scarlett Johansson's performance and the send-off of the character, mm-hmm. but do you think that that floating, helicary whoa, what, you are a spy organization that is basically an advertised blimp.
1: The, uh, Red Room organization?
0: It was ridiculous. I didn't like that... anything about it.
1: So... They've been off the radar for years. Okay. I'm not sure if this was 20 years old facility or if this is more modern facility, but they've been off the radar for years. Cause I don't know. I don't know the date between when she blew up Dracov in that office building with his daughter versus this new red room. Cause she thought red room was over then. Okay. I don't know the time difference. I would almost estimate like 10 years, 15 years, maybe right. More or less. Right. I think so. Uh, that's a pretty impressive like expansive place to get up in 10 to 15 years being in the shadows and i understand that it's possible but to not be seen not be like it's to keep it up there even like cloud generator i guess it looked like it had to keep clouds around it they're just so impressively like unless it was constantly getting worked on in the air i don't know how no one's seen it like take off or anything you know you know, I
0: guess that's a good point to bring up about Nick Fury's private organization and everything else that kind of just operates in front of the world society.
1: Well, but secretly.
0: But yeah, just... <laughs> like, <laughs> the helicarrier how... was damn near industrial. Iron Man had to restart it in the air. There was no failsafe for it.
1: But the thing is is that it, that had the camouflage system to it, yeah?
0: Yeah, but why can't the spy red room...
1: Um, what I'm saying is there's at least had the camouflage from the underneath just for like camouflage purposes of like attackers, I guess, but it's not like, did they really have to hide it when they launched it? They are a public like knowledge organization, right? Was shield public knowledge that it was a thing yet? Not till winter soldier, not till winter soldier. Okay. Then my bad, Never mind. But winter
0: soldier happens before this movie.
1: Yeah. But what I'm saying is with the Avengers, with the aircraft carrier, if that was public knowledge, it's not like they have to hide that. They launched it. Just hide where it is in the air from enemies. I guess. The
0: Air Force would have a lot of questions. mm -hmm. I'm surprised Rhodey as War Machine never brought that up.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But no, it's... How did they get up there without anyone noticing? Unless they, like, started with a simple, like, self-propelling platform that they just built off of. People... They would have... They have planes flying in and out constantly from the sounds of it and looks of it. How, like, three planes landed when they first came in. Because he has widows all over the world. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of traffic in and out. Yeah. Whether it's it's his soldiers, his widows, his missions. There's going to be a lot of traffic in and out. And yes, the main base is covered, but there's planes, like the jets flying in and out.
0: And now we have widows all over the world. Mm -hmm. It's going to be crazy. I mean, the Red Room, Hydra, everything's out in the open, and I'm kind of waiting on a shadow war. Mm -hmm. Secret Wars. Secret Wars, man.
1: We'll touch on that. But I want to bring up, like... Widow's acting here, real quick inside the widow's acting inside the movie. Okay, of how they have this short time frame of Melina and her in the closet as they like switch roles for Melina to tell her all this information where the where the place is, how to fly to it, what to say, kind of like because I guess Drakov immediately knows who she is, but she has like all this information leading up to it that I feel like was more than a five ten minute debrief.
0: I mean, I that's why I think Melina was supposed to be taskmaster. So, Secret
1: Wars, do you know what that comic is? No, because it sounds like it's a secret.
0: That's funny. No. Secret Wars is a comic where basically the Illuminati take it under their, their, in their hands to eliminate all the multiverse. Okay. Now, we have Hydra, we have Red Room agents, we have Vigilante United States US agents, you know, And we're about to have Namor the Submariner, possibly in Black Panther Two, who's also a part of the Secret Wars. He also has his own faction, the Atlanteans. So maybe if we take all of these factions and we discover the multiverse, there might be a point where we have to deny destruction of infinite universes, where we have to allow them to live or wipe all of them out, and that could be a Thanos ass moment. But that would get rid of all the new heroes that we have in, in this multiversal world. Now that we have characters coming in possibly in the form of Daredevil from the Netflix series and uh, Willem Dafoe's Norman Osborn as Green Goblin, having these multiverse characters could mean that we have to keep the multiverse or make heads or tails of whether or not to destroy everything. At the end of that, Loki wins, by the way. Loki is the last one standing.
1: At the end of the Secret Wars comic?
0: yes and even that loki dies in front of our loki and loki comes back with the knowledge of the end of the future
1: yeah so the secret Wars is just looking uh, up real quick sounds like a, just this huge crossover comic where it has everybody and everything in it pretty much
0: as is a lot of marvel comics
1: as is a lot of marvel comics the villains including the War- absorbing man dr doom dr octopus Entrench- enchantress king the conqueror claw lizard Mo- uh, molecule man and so many more
0: and do you hear even a few of the names you said have already appeared or in some fashion are getting teased and maybe
1: confirmed for future movies if i keep going down there was an old run in it too Boom. Uh, yeah no this if if their next goal for the next phase is secret wars or even like another phase after i'm excited Shang-Chi and the Ten
0: Rings of Power is going to introduce Mandarin's Ten Ring Society. You now have factions everywhere. You even have the Sorcerer Supreme's Sanctum Sanctorum army, the, the wizard army that he can apparently call at the end of Endgame. Now you've got people battling for mystic power. Hydra being in the form of AIM scientists and all this uh, Nazi technology reverse engineering but you have Shang-Chi and uh, the, the sorcerers at the Sanctum Sanctorum understanding that magic, but on the opposite sides of morality. So honestly, seeing all of this, I'm thinking we can... And the Wakandans are coming back in Black Panther too, and they've never left. The Dora Milaje has jurisdiction where the Dora Milaje find themselves to be. If they show up and start wiping out Hydra, Hydra fools left and right sign me up for that movie i'm gonna pre-order tickets already
1: yeah no i i will be down for all of these movies okay so long as they keep them up to like not necessarily end game quality okay i loved end game but like most of their mcu movie quality just not quite black widow yeah and now that we have sony
0: in a cross universe basically loki at the end confirming that every multiverse is confirmed in canon And No Way Home showing us that multiple franchises can cross over to the MCU whenever they wish. Morbius is a Sony movie. And if I understand, Blade is also a Sony movie.
1: These are already pre-existing movies? or These are confirmed
0: slated movies. Jared Leto of 30 Seconds to Mars fame is playing the living vampire Morbius. And in the background of Morbius's trailer, it was speculated that one of the trailers for or one of the posters for one of the Spider-Men in um in uh one of the other studios was in the background of that trailer. So I'm thinking I'm thinking it's a safe bet to think that Morbius might be in either Multiverse of Madness or No Way Home.
1: Oh, Mor Wait, Morbius?
0: Morbius, the living vampire.
1: Oh, not not Mobius like not mr nope not my jet
0: ski not my maniac not not mr wow Chow.
1: oh i have not seen anything on morbius and as much as it sounds exciting i don't know if i'll watch it personally you
0: should because it's a marvel universe (sighs) property
1: i would love to but it's classified as a horror, and i am a big baby
0: it's loosely horror new mutants was supposed to be horror
1: is it going to be loosely horror?
0: You know what was scarier than I think anything in the Marvel Universe thus far is Miss Minutes popping up at the end of time, scaring the living shit out of me. Oh, Miss Minutes. Miss Minutes. So let's send this baby home. Let's talk about the end, the conflict, the climax of Black Widow.
1: Okay, so leading into like the entry of the Red Room, the like platform, operation headquarters okay yelena we see yelena on an operation table because they're gonna dissect her brainer killer
0: and she said that she wish she had a cooler death
1: she wish she had a cooler death we see Melina slash widow and alexis alexi alexi not alexis alexi in the containment cells okay me Knowing Alexei has super strength, really hoped he would just be able to break this glass or plastic. It felt like it was a plastic with the way they pushed on it. Like I said,
0: they played so fast and loose with those powers,
1: man. Yeah, no, ability to lift this, crush that. I feel like he should have easily been able to smash this. Because unless they were planning to contain the Hulk or Steve Rogers, there's no reason they should have had that that strong you know that's
0: actually a really good point though because captain america does stop uh, uh, the red guardian in a in a few series
1: well in the re- the red guardian but did they plan to keep the red guardian around they they're the part of the same reason
0: they're part of the same uh russian uh military the same okay. idea the uh the, the soviet idea. the soviet union the soviet union
1: okay. well then i guess they might have the idea of if they ever went after red guardian they need to take care of steve rogers craps okay um so we see them in the containment they quickly break out because Melina's the one the architect of the containment cells easily break out
0: okay. a little convenient to not be taskmaster
1: a little convenient um and that brings us into where widow aka melina right now for like five seconds is uh face to face with drakov and he just starts explaining how like The red rooms operated how he has people all over the world how widow can't hit her because of this pheromone that even just being in the same room with him means you can't even do any harm against him which what (laughs) like what it sets up a perfect
0: depowering for a character with no powers
1: it Sets up perfect that uh, I can just wait and snipe you later. If I if I can get away, I can snipe you later. Boom. Because uh, that means I just immediately can't be next to you, really. It's true. That's all that means. He's whacking Natasha around, and like I said, along with the conversation earlier, how Melina and Natasha talked, she talked about how the receptor in your head, can, like the nerve, you hit smash that, the pheromone in your body's gone all of a sudden, so now you can hit him all just like just like that.
0: You can. Hit and- him. All of the black widows are instantly regained. They have regained their free will.
1: Yeah. The uh well, yeah, hitting it, pheromone gone, he leaves after she starts smacking him around. She somehow seals his ring. I didn't even see that on screen, okay? They normally show little snippets like that, like opening a quick case to take the serums out like at the beginning of the movie.
0: Yeah, just something that uh, makes sense of the next scene.
1: I didn't even see her like do anything with his hands, grab a ring, the ring off him. Her him. That's so. how sneaky it is. I didn't
0: see Tony start grab the Infinity Gauntlet until it was too late.
1: Yeah. So after he leaves, all the Black Widows come in. They start beating her up until the climax of she's gonna die, and then Yelena drops a flashbang of the serums over them it spreads out and touches all of them they're all safe all right and conveniently it leaves two serums on the ground for future use
0: i want to talk about something before before we go into the free fall before we go into the sweetest part of the movie
1: oh yeah okay the act the, yeah
0: <laughs> that that was my favorite part because the rest okay. of this wasn't really that cool the, the bright falling of all of this organization mm. out of the sky it was bonkers yeah. but okay, was- there is the sea okay so Marvel's been doing this thing. They're color-coding action. And, and this is what I think, because I, I, I'm i thinking when I'm watching Loki in past MCU movies, he wasn't that green and flashy. But when I'm watching Loki nowadays, I'm thinking, that's one green motherfucker. That is a greener man than the Incredible Hulk. And he's shooting green everywhere. So is Enchantress. Enchantress being a variant of Loki. I mean, it makes sense. The green would stick on her character too. It would even engulf them in the final moments to show this theme of these characters really liking the color green
1: yeah
0: wanda like ready the color
1: sticking out yeah
0: wanda is the scarlet witch she and wandavision every time you saw her use her magic it was red it was very red and similarly to way the, the the pheromone went straight for the brain granted it was like an inhalation idea right when it was open and in the air but all mm-hmm. i see is this no. red I would say
1: it was more of a skin touch. Like, it. they didn't inhale it. It's when it, like, touched on their skin. That, that can
0: still absorbed. back That could still back up. The, I mean, Enchantress had you to touch still, your head to do the color thing, yeah, no, the, I'm
1: the not green stuff. If your theory is wrong, I'm just saying you're saying inhaling. No, it, it touched the skin and it absorbed it inside. Fair enough. Okay, I just wanted to clarify that. Sorry.
0: But when you're making this physical. Okay, it makes more sense than shooting magic through the air, but mm. this physical this physical vial of i guess what would be liquid but regardless it's a red serum red serum wanda playing with reality manipulating people almost like when they when they get the pheromone taken out of their brain it's almost like the same brainwashing that was relieved at the end of WandaVision from all the new jersey citizens of westview it almost seemed the same theme that they were seeing something that wanda could enticing people like she did at the beginning of age of ultron when she started getting near everybody's head and making them see terrible things i just think maybe humans are learning a way to produce magic or utilize it in a, in a different way just because I'm, I'm starting to notice
1: colors they're definitely using colors and vibrant colors i want to say as a good bad red green kind of thing but like vibrant colors to make di- distinctions in stuff the Infinity Stones, for example, were very, like, vibrant colors to show power.
0: It's funny you mentioned the Infinity Stones because we're going back to Secret Wars and showing that if all the Infinity Stones are color-coded, and I, I guess Wanda coming from the Soul Stone, it would make more sense for her to have orange magic than red. I don't mm-hmm. know where she gets the red, but I guess that's that would
1: be the magic of oh. reality bending. The thing is that the Scarlet Witch, from what I know, was more of a, like, figurehead magic enchantress kind of figure. Because in WandaVision, how Agatha is talking about, like, how do you learn this power? She got her power through, like, this witchy Salem, Salem Trial stuff.
0: That was right? Agatha, but Wanda got it through the Soulstone mm-hmm. experimentation. Yeah. Guess who else helmed that experiment? Hydra. Madam mm-hmm. Hydra is the head of hydra hydras even being an affiliated faction and utilizing this magical technology for the essence of war i would literally be damned to not think that all of these factions are manifesting from the events of what has already happened in the mcu people have seen the infinity stones now and they think that and humans are going to go and chase power they're going to go and chase the next step but when loki finds the infinity stones in loki They're useless. And then he asks the next step, is this the greatest power in the universe? When Kang shows up amongst all of this earthly civil war, I think it's going to really give perspective to the new soldiers within the MCU fold. I think Yelena seeing something like a cosmic power is really going to make the story seem endgame-esque by the time we need her to rebel against Kang. As some earthly human girl with newfound understanding of the stones, she's going to have to do something in honor of Natasha Romanoff. And I think that is a a beautiful mantle passing, but not a great send-off for ScarJo. So let's get into that free-fall scene.
1: You see, like, at the beginning, as they're falling, because first off, Natasha releases Taskmaster from the containment that was... She got pushed in there at the beginning of the fight, and got trapped there. Okay, Natasha sees her... Releases her, okay, and now there's the fight scene going on. Okay, Taskmaster starts chasing after her. the build, like the the headquarters starts falling apart. They split off, and we see Natasha jump through a one of the jets, grabs a parachute, grabs onto Elena, and straps it onto her. It was okay? so badass. That was so good. It was so the, cool. Uh, CGI from Elena smashing the staff into the jet engines fan. Not great. Not great. Good. Not great. No. Well, it, it looks like she jumped off, she <laughs> but she had that like explosion back. Um, yeah, no, you, you just see them like running down the sides of the parts of the building, just fighting it back and forth. Okay. I really enjoyed it
0: from the trailer. I was just really appreciative that black widow was able to do something like grab a slab of glass out of the sky and, break her momentum with it how she got to the ground in the ending is nothing short of a fucking miracle but i was disappointed that they took the black panther out because in black panther i i built up this fantasy at the end of that movie by the end of that movie that because we saw these one-on-one brawls i thought that that was going to be the brawl between a superhero and a supervillain we got more of a samurai showdown, one of, those, uh, one of those duels at noon deal, and because the trains were able to pass by in such that split second to where they uh, negated the abilities of the suits that Black Panther and Killmonger were using, it allowed for a cat-like strike from the Black Panther, King T'Challa himself, but it, I didn't want to see this in Black Widow. I feel like they just ran out of things, or maybe that was the whole point, the spiritual point is that we make these quick superheroic moves, but it just felt it didn't feel like it should have been delivered with that kind of weight when she's trying to apologize to the girl the scene before. Granted, you could say, oh, fatal, well, it's better than her being the murderous assassin that she is and ending the life of somebody that she could have ended years ago. I don't think that's the point though, I, I don't know, it just it didn't feel super heroic to take out Taskmaster in a Black Panther sort of way. I wanted to see more of Taskmaster's exploration and research into the grander MCU, something that we can understand leaving that character memorable, going, well what does Taskmaster know? W- wow, where did that fighting style come from? That looked like somebody we've never seen before. I understand this was supposed to be a send off, but Come on, man, you're operating within this empire you built. You can't throw a little bone towards premonition. That's all I gotta say on that ending. I think every I think it was all cleanly executed in a action choreography sort of way. It was it was beautiful. They did what they did, she did what she did, and and the dust fell behind her. It was grand, it was glorious, it was iconic. I just I just wanted more. I know they all can't be Russo Brother. Expeditions that are ten years in the making, but for a pandemic and two hundred million dollars at the box office, six out of ten. You did it. Good job. Great job. Six out of ten.
1: Yeah, no, I would give it about the same rating. Six out of ten. Seven out of ten being generous for uh, Yelena's Yelena's actress acting.
0: Boom. I'll say eight point five out of ten for Florence <laughs> Pugh. Ten out of ten if it was Florence Pugh as the Black Widow. Whenever we get her solo movie, The White Widow or uh, Pale Little Widow or whatever they decide to go with, I'm going to assume White Widow, I'm there. I'm there. I think we're all there. $700 million. I don't care if the movie's a flop. I just need to see Florence Pugh act up a storm. Those smoky eyes. This can be a Florence Pugh podcast. We'll call it Fatal Florence Pugh. Foils. (laughs) I'm, I'm there. I'm down.
1: I'm here to listen.
0: Well, I think we said everything there is to say, but Slayer, before we talk about the end credits, was there anything we missed within this two hour journey okay. prequel?
1: My one thing that bothered me the whole movie was at the beginning when Yelena is doing the fight scene with her, like one of the previous widows that escaped, she dies because of the fight scene. She now has this case of serums and she sends it to Natasha. How does Taskmaster know where it is, Kay? Because it, unless it has a tracker on the case, there's no way Taskmaster should have found where Natasha was with it. And even then, I feel like Taskmaster would have been a lot quicker just attacking the mail system in between transits than getting all the way to Natasha before she has it. And see,
0: I brought this up pre-show, but... Mm. I think when you transport something of that value, there is no way in hell you're not going to have a failsafe for if it falls into the wrong hands, especially when we're fighting a shadow civil war amongst all these countries, nationalities. And I'm going to blame Civil War and uh, uh, Nick Fury during Avengers for basically saying fuck you to everybody and Captain America saying fuck you to the United Nations and it getting bombed and T'Challa's father dying, I think there is an Earth-Shadow Civil War going on. And <clears throat> I think Taskmaster could have gotten the vials whenever she wanted, but she was fixated on Natasha.
1: Well, n- that wasn't even the case, because at the beginning of the fight, she leaves Natasha alone when she sees the, vi- the case with the vials in it. It wasn't until Natasha starts fighting back, because she's like, oh, Taskmaster has another objective, and it's not me. So, Natasha wasn't even her, the original objective.
0: That's true, too.
1: So, th- for me, I felt like it was just a plot advancing, just happened to be there kind of thing. You know, I agree.
0: And much like a lot of things in this movie, it didn't resonate with me. It wasn't powerful, it wasn't memorable, but will I go back and watch this for free on Disney Plus?
1: You bet your bottom dollar. Oh, yeah. It just, it's a Marvel movie, you're going to watch it. And they knew that, pretty much. The and thought in it was everyone knows she dies. We just got to put together a movie pretty much. I a hundred percent
0: agree. I think we should have gone into this a little more careful considering that that character died. It wasn't even about that death. It was like just this entire middle event that eventually by the end of the credits, we got to, we got to that finale. So going into those credits, we got Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Madam Hydra talking to Yelena Belova about killing Clint Barton. And that's the future of the MCU there. And that's sure the future of on. those characters. The future happened at the end of Loki.
1: Yeah. But, but, well, the fu- well, that's the future of Loki. But that's not even... Who knows where that is in this timeline? Twenty, in I would current- guess like 2016. Okay. Because at the end of the MCU... Th- so this is after Endgame now. The end credit scenes. She's in the ground. This is pretty much current time where is loki in the timeline it's everywhere and anywhere
0: it's true he yeah that's absolutely true and all of those branches in the nexus can happen at anywhere and everywhere it doesn't even have to happen into knowledge like in years we know it can happen during isaiah bradley from falcon and the winter soldiers time something bad could have happened during his run that directly influenced his uh tragic events that unfolded there but we'll have many future podcasts to talk about the future of the MCU. And I think I thank and hope Slayer of the World will return. Ooh, we'll see
1: about that. Brush up on your Hawkeye, my friend. You don't you don't you don't know me enough. Hawkeye is, is my favorite hero. <laughs> I, I hope I hope that's not the last time I hear that. Oh no, you won't hear it. Hawkeye is my favorite superhero, and I can tell you why. Why? Oh, okay right now um because he is a trained and skilled uh professional this can go the same way like i why i really love black widow and natasha but like you don't need superpowers to be a superhero you don't need money for a suit to be a superhero you don't need drugs or serums to be a superhero. he's just a very well very trained professional archery
0: and That's- look out 'Cause he's gonna join the Thunderbolts possibly if we get that red Hulk Norman Osborne mm-hmm. forming.
1: Yeah, so you he is my favorite superhero because he has nothing he's he's a he could have been your average person and he just worked for it. Very Batman. Well, Batman had the money from his parents. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, Batman doesn't have. Oh to wow! Batman.
0: You just depowered Batman.
1: Okay, no, don't get me. wrong. You just depowered Bat- Batman, Batman, Batman? Trained for it. Okay, Batman trained for it. He has all these gadgets. He has all these gizmos. Hawkeye also has the gadgets with his arrows. How he has like supposed to You just
0: grapple. depowered Batman, Saturday. and Hawkeye has been to space. Batman has two.
1: Wow. <laughs> okay, sorry about. I'm sorry, Batman.
0: Okay. Yeah, you better say say he's listening.
1: <laughs> he's listening. He's tapped into I'm sorry, everything. Sorry, Batman. I'm just saying, he, Hawkeye wasn't born into money. He wouldn't have been able to buy or like the materials or ingredients for all these stuff. He had to work professionalism, work hard for it, and then he got brought into the organization that gave him the materials.
0: He was a circus act. My man had a nine to five as a performer. They don't just give that to anybody.
1: But yeah, no, I love that. That would be why Hawkeye is one of my favorites, though. It's he worked for it
0: well we just got through the foils for black widow and his I, right. but i hope everybody here enjoyed what we talked about for the past hour for slayer of the world i am fatal affair and you've been listening to a podcast a very spoilery podcast we thank you for listening till next time till the next fanfare Follow, like, subscribe if we still do all three of those things, and I'll catch you later.